we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 17, 2015. I just didn't say the last few, uh, that was about a tiny paragraph at the end of this last report. So I'm just going to talk about that real quick and then um, we'll move on. So it says, did you notice the language about the world's religions acting in unison? Clearly the Vatican believes that it has the power to mobilize religious leaders all over the planet and have them work together to achieve the UN's sustainable development goals, which is what we were talking about. They're going to be the trendsetter. I can never remember a time when the United Nations and the largest religious institution on the planet, the Catholic Church, have worked together so closely. So what will the end of all this be? Well, I, my comment was, the end of it will be pure evil, if they're able to pull it off. And then you, you have this propaganda like just came out on CNN. The Antarctic ice shelf will disappear by 2020. Well, I thought it was supposed to be gone a long time ago. Okay, where where's why isn't Florida gone already? If we're having such huge melting. Why is Florida even there? I mean, they're basically at sea level. Well, it is. It's still there. It's just the water hasn't got down there that much. It's kind of funny. I've seen a lot of... of, of, um, of um, actual pictures where it's actually increased in certain areas of the world by like huge huge amounts and the whole thing of this whole thing with global warming but they're still got they've still got to try to you know nasa which is pure evil still has to try to brainwash everybody into thinking that you know uh oh sorry thinking that um you know we're all going to die from from global warming in the, in the water uh, the ice melting and flooding everything. So, just more lies. Now, let's go to the next part, which is an, entitled um, Pope Francis signs treaty from the Vatican officially re recognizing the state of Palestine. Okay, so we're going to switch gears here, but this is along the same lines. Just more of what we're doing here is documenting the United Nations evil agenda and particularly the Pope and the Vatican's evil agenda, and we're seeing it all play out in front of us, and they're really, really getting aggressive. The Vatican said Wednesday that it has concluded a treaty to recognize the Palestinian statehood, a significant step welcomed by the Palestinians, but greatly upsetting to the Israeli government and people. And he put a verse in here saying, uh, Revelation 17, 15 through 17, uh, KJV, and upon her forehead was was a name written mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth and i saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of jesus and when i saw her i wondered with great admiration and the angel said unto me where didst thou marvel and i tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her which hath the seven horn heads and ten horns so they're doing that in reference to mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots and abomination of earth uh in reference to the Vatican, essentially, the Catholic Church, being that, or being um, a big part of that. <laughs> I think that's what they're, they're, the uh, emphasis they're trying to make with this, within this report. So, Pope Francis is almost certainly the false prophet mentioned in the book of Revelation. Okay, that's his opinion. It could be true. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not really big that big into date setting or saying 100%. Yes, he's definitely this. I haven't even done that with Maitreya. I think he's a great candidate for Antichrist or false prophet at bare minimum. But it's hard to be dogmatic when there's so many satanic evil agendas afoot. Anyway, from a prophetic standpoint, he has accomplished more in the last two years than the last 20 popes combined. Okay, maybe that's true. And like all popes before him, he is absolutely the enemy of the state of Israel. He, this guy's super the enemy of the state of Israel, as we're going to see. As shocking as this is, it's only a warm-up for the seven-year peace treaty that will be brought by the false prophet's buddy, the Antichrist. The signing of today's treaty advances the prophecy time clock forward by a huge leap. The formal recognition of a Palestinian state by the Vatican which has deep religious interest in the Israeli-occupied Palestinian territories that include Christian holy sites, lends a powerful signal of moral authority and legitimacy to the efforts by the Palestinian Authority's president, Mahmoud Abbas, to achieve statehood despite the long-paralyzed Israeli-Palestine peace process. 
the bilateral commission of the unholy sea and the state of palestine at the vatican announced wednesday that they have reached a accord on the language of a comprehensive agreement toward which they have been working israel has grown increasingly alarmed about the increased international acceptance of palestine as a state since the united nations upgraded the palestinians delegation status in 2012 to that of a non-member observer state a number of european countries have also signaled their acceptance of a palestinian statehood so you've got the vatican yoking up with other uh openly islamic countries saying that you know enough is enough israel you you need to give palestine its own its own state you know do the right thing they're going to put all this pressure on them a statement from a joint commission of vatican palestinian diplomatic officials posted on the vatican news website said the work of the commission on the text of the agreement has been concluded and that it would be submitted for formal approval and for a signing in the near future hannah amara a head of the palestinian committee on church affairs said the vatican is the spiritual capital of catholics and they are recognizing palestine and that's the chief of chief importance so I looked at some of the comments afterward of this report, and one said, um, he said, Francis, not cool, bro. <laughs> okay. The, the Palestinian Arabs already have a state much bigger than the Jews. It's called Jordan. After the recreation of Israel, the 22, 22 Arab nations kicked all the Jews out. Yeah, true. And also, they literally went to war with them the, same, the literal first day they became a nation. They literally went to war with them. Liz, Israel was literally fighting for its life from its first day after it was created. And they had to beat these devils back from the first day. Okay, doesn't mean I think Israel's perfect and puritanical and right and all this stuff. Okay, and, and that I believe that Benjamin Netanyahu's some kind of saint. It doesn't, it doesn't, no, I'm not saying that at all. But the Bible does say in Zechariah that um, one-third of them are going to be saved eventually toward the end of the tribulation and he's going to bring them as silvers tried like in a furnace he's going to bring them through the fire and purify them and two-thirds of them are going to die okay but a one-third remnant of the israel as we know it today is going to be saved and they're going to and it says they're going to op get their eyes open and mourn for Jesus, essentially, as, as one that mourns for their only begotten son. They're going to finally get their eyes open and realize that collectively, and it wasn't them personally, obviously it was their ancestors, that, you know, said to Pontius Pilate, crucify Jesus, give us Barabbas, let him, meaning Jesus' blood, be upon us and our children. Collectively, they brought themselves under a gigantic curse when they did that. Okay, so I've done a whole report on this called The Biblical Cause of israel's affliction i believe just key in affliction should find it at contending for truth okay so i try to have biblical balance when it comes to israel i'm not just like oh they could do no wrong and and let's let's pay let's like some of these christian organizations like Hagee and them or, or others that are literally giving money to rebuild the temple what an abomination to give money to rebuild the temple why? So that the Antichrist can go in and defile it like he says he's going to do in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2? Yeah, that's what I want to give money for. That's money well spent there. Yes, it's going to be rebuilt, but I'm not going to give a dime to that. Jesus Christ was, um, he was the, the, the final Passover lamb, okay? He was, he was when, when he said it was finished, the sacrifice in the temple should have ceased forever, okay? The blood of bulls and goats cannot cleanse our sin. The blood of Jesus Christ can, is the whole point with all of this. So if they go back and reinstitute temple sacrifice, which they're totally preparing to do, there's a whole thing called the Temple Institute. I've been on their email list for years. I just got an email from them the other day because I want to keep an eye on them, what they're doing. They're, they've got the garments made for the priests. They've got all the stuff that they, they've remade, all the stuff that was in the temple just about. And um, not the Ark of the Covenant, obviously. But um, they have got all of these things waiting in the wings, though, the vast majority of what would go into the temple ready to go to reinstitute, you know, the temple sacrifices. And the Antichrist is going to go in at the midpoint of the tribulation and proclaim himself essentially to be as God. 
the abomination of desolation. The abomination that maketh desolate is how the Bible refers to it as. So just key in abomination in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole study on this about the, the tribulation and the abomination of desolation and the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ. And I try to, you know, from a biblical point, address all those points. So... Um, he says, this one particular commenter says, after the recreation of Israel, the 22 nation of Arab, Arab nations kicked out all the Jews, yet Israel lets any Arab peaceably reside within her borders. I call no fair. Well, that was <clears throat> polite. I would probably be a little more, you know, like I'm going to be right now about it. <laughs> um, not quite as politically correct. The name Palestine, so let's, let's just look at that subject real quick. Now, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but it's appropriate for this study because now the Vatican's officially recognized Palestine as its own state, country, whatever you want to call it. And now they're absolutely in total league with the terrorists openly. The ones that want the absolute total eradication of Israel to literally drive them into the sea as Yasser Arafat the first are uh, one of the first heads if not the first head of the PLO said that's the only solution for Islam's ultimate solution for for Israel okay or the Jews is total eradication man woman child everything they think they're going to achieve that they're they're going to be sadly mistaken because God has a whole lot to say about that I'm not saying Israel isn't going to suffer. I'm not saying two-thirds of them aren't going to die. But I do not believe they're ever going to come into Israel and totally possess the land like they think they're going to. Uh, God has other plans. So, the name Palestine is not an Arabic name. It is a Roman name for the region around the Jordan River. It means Philistine. That's what the word Palestine means. Philistine. Um, like uh, Goliath was a Philistine. Uh, the Philistines were not even Arabs. Okay, After the Ottoman Empire, the Turks, not the Arabs, were defeated in World War I. The British Palestine Mandate was then created. This removed about 78% of the original territory of Palestine and left about 22% where the application of the Balfour Declaration calling for a Jewish national home could be applied. There was never a state called Palestine. See, this is the whole propaganda. You got to give it back to them. You got to create a state because you took it away. No, well, let's really look at that. There was never even a state called Palestine, but prior to the to to the Jews, that was this was created out of thin air to let the propaganda lies begin. And I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, so there's a link here. It's called the Declaration of the Establishment of the State of Israel which was May 4th, 14th, 1948, if you want to know more about that. So why not wage war against Jordan, who's got actually 78% of this supposed Palestine area, if, if you want to really wage war against somebody? Why does it have to be against the Jews? Well, it's because they're Jewish, and they need to die. As Muslims, I mean, that's what they're taught. So... You see here a, uh, a picture of some wonderful Muslims holding up a sign that says the Jews haven't learned that they need more Nazism. They got a swastika more than before. <laughs> so they, they need to all be eradicated, in other words. Genocide of the Jews, and this is in the book, in the Muslim Unholy book, book 41, Sahih Muslim book 41. I don't know, it says number 6985. There's a link to it. It says the last day will not come until the Muslims fight the Jews and kill them. I mean, that's what they're taught in some of the books. And then there's other contradictions elsewhere. We're going to look at that. Uh, there's a full report and video of this here, too, um, on the information I just got into. Now, here's another thing, though, which actually, even within the, the Islamic religion, he contradicts this. Islamic sheikhs support for Israel. Allah has promised Israel to the Jews. So says Sheikh Ahmad, Adwan, a Muslim scholar living in Jordan, who declared on his Facebook page recently that Palestine doesn't exist. That's the main point I'm trying to make. He's honest enough to understand and say Palestine doesn't exist, like they had this separate state that was stolen from them. Blogger, elder of Zion, 
blogger, elder of Zion, translated Arab news sources this Saturday reported on Adwan's statements, in which he quotes the Quran saying, Allah assigned Israel to the Jews until the day of judgment. Um, and which is Surah 5, verse 21. So, in other words, he says Allah assigned Israel to the Jews until the day of judgment. Which, I guess, I don't know if that's the day all, days all the Jews die, but up until that point, they should have it. So they shouldn't be trying to do what they're doing right now, trying to take back Israel. Even from a Quranic standpoint, they shouldn't be doing that. And that the Jews are inheritors of Israel according to Surah 26, verse 59 in the Quran. So that guy, I'm sure, is either dead or um, will be dead when, you know, soon, if, if, if they can get to him. This is by Don Boys, um, PhD. A dirty little secret Islam doesn't want you to know that the Palestinians never existed. There's no such group as the Palestinian people. They have never existed as a group. Do, do exist now, nor will they exist in the future. They are the only people in all history that came to existence in a single day out of essentially thin air. This was admitted by Walid Shubat, former PLO terrorist. Why? Why is it that on July 4th, 1967, and this is Walid saying this, I was a Jordanian, and overnight I then became a Palestinian. Remember what we were talking about, Jordan? Okay? They were Jordanian. Okay? But no, 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 they're Palestinian overnight. Oh, wow, that's amazing. He added that he did not mind Jordanian rule. He and his compatriots uh, were Jordanians until the Jews returned to Jerusalem. Then, all of a sudden, we were Palestinians. Shubat was saying that when the Jews retook their historic and biblical homeland, the myth of the Arab-Palestinian nation was then created out of thin air to promote uh, and promoted worldwide. The gullible media, too lazy to do the research, but this is what they were, I'm sure they were told to parrot, still spouts out the whole PL, PLO line, Palestinian Liberation Organization, about the Palestinian people. Those people who are identified as Palestinians are simply refugees from Jordan, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. However, there are millions of, of these people who were born in refugee camps and have been taught that they are Palestinians. Um, <clears throat> but they are not. Excuse me. Uh, in 1948 and in 1950, the displaced Arabs lived in abject squalor in refugee camps supposed supposed to be temporary under the custodial care of the united nations muslim leaders did not care about them until it became politically expedient to do so there are no palestinian people or history or culture or coinage or language or uncovered artifacts palestinians don't exist and never have muslims in the media that promote palestinians are repeating lies and resisting facts so again this is all based on total lies and here now we have Pope Francis and the Vatican saying, no, we recognize them as their own sovereign state. Israel, you better get on board. And what that's going to mean for Israel is basically giving up tons and tons more land, I'm sure, being forced to do so, so that these devils can just move their rockets in a little bit closer so they can get a better bead on Israel and that they can wipe them out. The country's so tiny right now as it is that much more of that it would theoretically ensure their eradication but god's not going to let that happen so um what do we have to prove what i just said here let me uh okay um israel's ongoing land grab problem I'm just going to touch on this again i have touched on this before um it shows you a map of the middle east here okay israel versus versus the arab nations okay <laughs> Israel is this tiny, tiny little thing. Um, the Islamic Arab nations that are around her are 640 to 40 times her size. 640 times her size. And 65 times her population. What has Israel given away for peace? In 1967, we see a map here of what israel was and then they said you know what we're going to be mr nice guy and we're going to give away a gigantic we're going to give away the majority of land that was that was um given to us in the spalfour declaration we're going to give away the majority of it okay it looks to be about 60 percent they gave away okay in 1993 
And then we see in 2001 they gave away even more. Okay. Every time all they've done, again, as I've said, is move the rockets in closer, the Muslim Islamic terrorists, so that they can get a better bead. It's like giving, it's like giving this land to Satan is all it is. And I've went over this over and over again. Israel is a Jewish democratic nation, one one-nineteenth the size of California, and is one of the smallest nations on the face of the earth. With only 8,000 square miles of landmass, it is roughly two times the size of Rhode Island. Rhode Island, the smallest state. There's some counties that are, that are almost in, in America that are bigger than Rhode Island. Okay, Israel is 260 miles at its longest, has a 112-mile coastline, is 60 miles at its widest, and between 3 and 9 miles at its narrowest. The nation of Israel is surrounded by 22 hostile nations, 640 times their size, and 660 times their population. Arab propagandists, and then it shows Israel right now, superimposed on a map of Florida. Okay, It looks like Israel would be about one-fifth, maybe one-fifth the size of Florida. The whole country. Florida's one state out of 50. <laughs> okay, that's how small it is. And yet everybody's just so obsessed with her. You know? The Muslims are just so unbelievably obsessed because, you know, Arab propagandists call Israel expansionist, even though they've given away 60 plus percent of their land to these same devils that are calling her expansionist. Okay? There is no truth to the statement as Israel occupies one sixth of one percent of the lands called Arab. Not one percent, one sixth of one percent of the lands called Arab. Um, Arab propagandists and biased, irresponsible news services call Israel expansionists and aggressors against the Arab people. Israel has fought only defensive wars to the Arabs, Israel's resistance to their aggression, which would lead to Israel's total destruction, if allowed to go unchecked, is illogically viewed as an act of aggression. Yeah, because they defend themselves. Israel lays down her weapons, they're eradicated. Okay, I'm not saying God couldn't go in there and stop it. But if the Arabs, if all these devil Muslims that want to see her annihilated, her people annihilated, if they lay down their weapons, there's peace. Okay? That's the difference. Is, um, let's see here. Um, so let's go to the next report. So that, we, we have that. I wanted to kind of talk about that. Um, a little bit more before we proceeded. The Vatican against Israel is the, is the uh, title of the next report. For over 40 years after the Jewish state won its independence in 1948, the Vatican adopted a diplomatic policy copying that of Israel's enemies, which is total non-recognition of the Jewish statehood. Did you know that? The Vatican did not even acknowledge Israel's existence for, for over 40 years after they became um, a Jewish state. 40 years, the Vatican set back in total non-recognition of Jewish statehood. How, how is it biblically that they were justifying that? That's kind of what I wonder. But then again, when did the Bible ever matter to the Vatican or to the Pope or to the Catholic Church? Other than when it suits their, their agenda. No, you, we, we're not going to acknowledge you, even though the Bible clearly predicts they were going to be brought back in land. You'd think they'd be happy, like most Christians were. Wow, this is fulfillment of biblical prophecy. No, no, we're, we're, we're mad about it, actually. We don't like it. We're, we're satanic. We're evil. We're just like the Muslims, really, deep down. And we're, we're on the same team, us and them. We just can't quite be so overt about it. But actually, they're getting more overt by the minute. They're yoking up with them. They're coming together, they're making agreements and concords and say, hey, listen, we, we recognize you as, as a valid uh, country. Of course, the Palestinian state. Jew, you know, Israel better get with it and give up all of its land or whatever, whatever they're going to try to impose on them. So they're totally eradicated. It's not going to work. God's not going to let it work. Despite the acceptance by all Western nations, including at the beginning even the Communist bloc, the Vatican's reluctant recognition of Israel didn't occur until 1993. 
unbelievable. They are so evil. The Catholic Church. But the same Catholic Church that didn't recognize Israel for over 40 years had no problem opening diplomatic relations with the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization, I believe originally headed up by Yasser Arafat, really fun, evil devil he was, a Muslim terror organization whose goal is the liberation of the Holy Land from the Jews and their total extermination. Hey, we got no problem yoking up with you. Yeah, we know you want to totally eradicate all the Jews in Israel. We know that. Or Israelites. We, we, we know that. That's no big deal for us. We can, we can, we, we kind of want that too, you know? But we can't, we, we can't come out and say that. You can, you know, but we kind of watch our tongue a little bit. But see, actions speak louder than words. They want that. All, everything that they're doing is openly showing that they also want the total eradication of the Israelites as well. And the Vatican had diplomatic relations with over 130 states at the time. It acknowledged their legitimacy, even as it is disputed in some cases by their own borders. But that wasn't a problem for the Vatican. They, they won't recognize Israel, though. Why has such a different standard been applied to Israel? Because of anti-Semitism and the anger they felt upon seeing Israel again among the family of nations. For the Vatican, an independent Jewish state means a state bearing the name Israel, with Jerusalem as its capital, and a renewal of life in the land of the Bible by the Israelites has obviously been a very grievous situation for them to tolerate, just like their compatriots, the Muslims. Yeah. Very grievous for both. Very, very grievous. Just shows how evil they are. And now, because of this same anti-Semitism, the Vatican is hurried to recognize the state of Palestine, which is a Trojan horse against the Jewish people, and a tool to dismantle the state of Israel, which all Jews are to be cleansed of. That's what they want. Total eradication of the Israelites. We... Note in shock that Pope Francis has... E now, this is written by a, a Jewish uh, news, and they, they were trying to be politically correct. I actually modified it. It was not written very well, English-wise. And I went in and I modified it so it was more coherent from an English standpoint. And I also actually put in what I think he wanted to say, what I would say okay about this because he was being very politically correct we know in shock pope, pope francis's eagerness to recognize the state of palestine before it has even yet arisen and we recall the eagerness of another pope to recognize hitler's nazi regime just four months after it was established because that was the case the the pope of that time was 100 percent in lockstep yoked up with adolf hitler The Catholic Church. The Catholic Church had a lot to do with getting out some of the worst war criminals after the war through, I think it was called the Rat Line, so that they could come over here and, and be our Nazi uh, scientists and rocket engineers and nuclear dudes. And then people like Joseph Mengele and them that would, you know, were in the concentration camps torturing Jews and other people. Yeah, we wanted to export that over here, you know, because they're good people. They, they had a lot to offer. You know, I mean, can you blame them? I mean, come on. But yeah, the, 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 the Catholic Church was absolutely um, integral uh, in making all that happen. So this is no difference. Pope Francis' eagerness to recognize the state of Palestine before it has even yet arisen, we recall the eagerness of another pope to recognize Hitler's Nazi regime just four months after it was established. A leopard doesn't change its spots. It can't. The Catholic Church was evil from its inception, go all the way back to 318 AD under Constantine. It was wicked and evil then. It was a it just basically was Christianity repackaged um, with a um, veneer of Christianity, but it was just paganism. It's always been wicked. If the foundations be destroyed, the Bible says, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11 verse 3. These were both declarations of war against the Jewish people. Okay, then the next report. Pope Francis praised Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas as an angel of peace, quote, angel of peace, during a meeting Saturday at the Vatican that underscored the unholy see, I always put unholy, 
Because there's nothing holy about that devil institution. The black Catholic death cult. During a meeting Saturday at the Vatican that underscored the unholy sea's warm relation with the Palestinians as it prepares to canonize two 19th century nuns from that region. And again, when they canonize somebody, they take the corpses and they they blast them out of a cannon. It's crazy. Kind of messy. You know? But that's how they canonize nowadays. Sorry, I just made that up. Sorry. An oldie but a goodie joke. Anyway, so Francis made the compliment during the traditional exchange of gifts at the end of an official audience in the Apostolic Palace. Oh. Oh. I'm getting teary-eyed. He presented Abbas, President Abbas, with a medallion. And expl- was it like an upside-down pentagram with like the Baphomet in the middle? That would have been appropriate. It's, it's both the Lord and Savior they worship and look to for goodness. I mean, for goodness sake. Of course. Anyway, um, he presented Abbas with a medallion and explained that it represented the angel of peace destroying the bad spirit of war. Oh, we know Abbas and the Palestinians and the Muslims that want to eradicate Israel off the map. They don't want the bad spirit of war. And they're all angels of peace, all of them, puritanical as you could get, pure as the driven snow, Rebecca's of Sunnybrook Farm running everywhere, frolicking on, on like the hillside in Switzerland somewhere. They would never do anything evil. I, okay, I know that every chance they get, they launch rockets into, into civilian areas in Israel and then when Israel retaliates, they make sure the rockets are launched from, like, hospitals or where there's a whole bunch of little children that they've got set up there so that when Israel retaliates, hopefully it'll kill all of them. And then they could post that in the news and say, look what the wicked Israelites did to us. They killed all of our children. They blew up our hospitals. These people are so sick, evil, demented, and perverted. Islam in general. There's no wickedness that they would not. They are, they are devils from the pits of hell. Okay? Yes, I pray to God those that can be saved would be saved. But the spirit behind Islam is pure wickedness. All of the pedophilia, the genital mutilation of their daughters, the, the way they subjugate women, the beheading and killing of Christians, the raping and pillaging and the sex slavery that's going on. This is Islam. You know? But... Good old Pope Francis has no problem yoking up with these same sick, disgusting devils with the audacity to present this devil, a boss, with a medallion and explain that it represented the angel of peace destroying the bad spirit of war. I mean, the hypocrisy, again, knows no limits. Defies the imagination and comprehension. It is the exact polar opposite of what the truth is everything i report on it seems to be getting more and more that way maybe before 10 years ago uh for me being in ministry of course i haven't been it's been like nine you know maybe they could have a little bit of truth thrown in there now it's to the point where it's so flagrant it's so in your face it's so obvious that it's the exact opposite of what they're saying and it's like wow i guess it makes my job a lot easier but it, it, it's insane. So Francis said he thought the gift was appropriate since, quote, you are an angel of peace, end of quote, President Abbas. He's an angel of peace. I'm getting warm and fuzzy. I don't know about all you out there in listener land, but I'm seriously getting warm and fuzzy with this one. I, I sense a group hug building and a hallmark moment in the making, truly. Anyway, so going to the next report, then we have, and I haven't talked about this dude yet. Now, Waleed Shubat has been jumping up and down about this guy for a long time. He says he thinks he's the Antichrist. I don't know. Maybe he is. His name's Erdogan of Turkey. He's their president. Okay? Um, he just gave a speech asking his people to elect his party because he aims to invade Jerusalem. Now, see all this stuff is tying together? 
You know, I'm not making this stuff up. This is These are main news reports out there. This stuff's really happening. Here's a guy, the president of Turkey, says his main goal right now is to aim to invade Jerusalem. <laughs> and he says, from what Shubat thinks, he thinks he's the Antichrist. I don't know. It says, not surprisingly, no Western media covered what the Turkish and Anadolu agency just released. There's a link to the story here report when turkish president recep erdogan gave a speech this friday with a strange message riddled with statements that were pre predicted in the bible regarding the antichrist from his desire to invade jerusalem and to muhammad's claim to have ascended to heaven from there um, erdogan calls on all turks to refocus on the ottoman goal to reconquer jerusalem for islam uh, unfortunately, we Muslims lost our aim to head towards to head towards Jerusalem. This is a quote from him. The water of our eyes froze, making us blind. I hate when that happens. And our hearts that were destined destined to beat for Jerusalem is now instead conditioned for rivalry, being in a state of war with each other. See, he's trying to get all the Muslims on the same page. Remember what I've been saying for years. There's going to come a day when... All of these Muslims are going to get on the same page against their united, hated enemy, Israel and then the great Satan, America. And I think a lot of that's going to come, up, come about, um, particularly if the, one of these awaited saviors comes with all lying signs and wonders, or their Imam Mahdi, their awaited savior comes with all lying signs and wicked wonders. And then they're going to say, you know what, Sunni, Wahhabi, Shiite, no, nah, we don't care. We're all on the same team now. We all have the same goal. This is what this guy's trying to do. This er er Erdogan or whatever, Erdogan. Um, his main goal is to head toward Jerusalem. Isn't that funny? This little tiny place and this little tiny sliver of what Israel is and Every Muslim on the planet seems to be obsessed about it. Or, or a lot. I mean, the <laughs> Bible talks a lot about that. About Jerusalem being a couple of trembling in the latter days and all nations coming against it. Yeah, the Bible predicted all that. How, how the whole world was going to be obsessed with, with Jerusalem. Yeah, sure did. Erdogan's desire is to end the strife and unite the Sunnis and Shiite Muslims and aim them towards Jerusalem for conquest and eradication of the Jews. Well, his heart's in the right place. I mean, you, you got to give him that much. I mean, come on. He also expressed his, his desire for the place to become suitable for what is known as Al-Isra Wal-Miraj, which is when, which is Muhammad's ascension to heaven and descent to Jerusalem. Because we all know Muhammad's in heaven. No, Muhammad's burning in hell right now and is going to be up until the day that he gets cast into the lake of fire for eternity at the great white throne judgment i wish that all muslims could get a good glimpse of muhammad you know for i don't know five ten minutes because i think you would see a mass conversion out of that devil death cult if they could see that you know what when i when i blow up uh whole bunch of jews or a whole bunch of uh, infidels or if i behead a whole bunch of christians you know all i'm gonna have to do at that point is relive the whore in their bodies over and over and over again through their eyes essentially reliving that whore of all the wickedness they did to them over and over again for all eternity because i believe that's what hell is I, I've, I've heard accounts of that that's one of the punishments you have to live through the eyes of the people somebody like a muslim that's let's say beheaded a whole bunch of people killed a whole bunch of christians he gets to relive their experience over and over again in hell for all eternity that's their reward not 72 virgins and the white skinned boys promised in paradise i pray to god that they could get a glimpse of that so that they could get saved, if it be possible. That would be amazing. But see, he wants 
he he expresses desire for the place to become suitable for this thing where Muhammad's ascension to heaven and descent in Jerusalem, which he claims is the cause of goodness, descending from heaven over all Muslim nations. The Turkish president then called on its citizens to raise their hands in supplication for this blessed night towards Allah to restore the Al-Aska Mosque on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, which is the third holiest site in Islam, to be reowned by the Muslims and to remove the, mit, the mist from their eyes, to see Jerusalem in their hands at every moment and at every opportunity. See, that will require the total eradication of the Jews. They got to go. They got to have that Alaska mosque, which is the third holiest site in Islam, which is a big reason why you know they're so obsessed with Jerusalem. Not only do they want to kill all the Jews, but the Alaska mosque is... is is a big one. Um, Erdogan is referring to Muhammad's al-Isra wal-Miraj to have ascended to heaven. Muhammad describes his journey, claiming to meet God, who ordered him to rule over all of mankind, angels, and the whole multitudes of demons. Oh, really? Muhammad was told by God to rule over all mankind, angels and the whole multitudes of demons. Wow. I, I must I must have missed that in the Bible. I didn't see oh, I, I also didn't see in the Bible to marry six year old girls and to consummate the marriage at the age of nine, even though he probably did way more before that happened. And that was his favorite wife, Aisha. Yeah, I really don't see pedophilia Oh, what does the Bible say in the Old Testament to do if you had an old, old, disgusting, pervert pedophile like that? It says kill him. Kill him. Yeah, just like it said to do the Sodomites in the land because they defiled the land. Sometimes God did it, like Sodom and Gomorrah. He just killed them all because they were defiling the land. I'm just, this is just honest preaching. This is what the Bible says. This is why the Bible has to go in the, in the coming brave new 1984 George Orwellian global new world order because they won't be able to handle this type of biblical rhetoric they, they 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 have no place for it there's no you know they can't handle truth so muhammad described his journey claiming to meet god okay so i already read that so he had the audacity to say he said god god said he ordered him to rule over all mankind <laughs> and angels oh yeah okay muhammad's ruling over angels too and the multitude of demons Nowhere in the word of God has that ever been the case of any mere human to actually have that type of power. You know what I mean? Nowhere. Muhammad also claimed to be the Caliphate U Allah, which is the vicar of God, which really means the vicar of Allah. Allah is just a fallen moon God. He's a fallen angel. Is all Allah is. Okay. Um, Chick has a comic book that gets into that the creation of the islamic state it's it's got a guy on the cover and he's got an islamic flag the crescent the green flag with the crescent moon and the uh, the uh, star in the middle i think that's where it gets into how the catholic church helped to form islam way 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 back and see now like chicks coming back home to roost under the mother hen this is what Catholicism is beckoning its wayward chicks to do. The mother church, she's doing this with, you know, the Lutherans and every other denomination who she says needs to come under and nestle. I mean, the Charismatics are, are going for it like crazy. We've seen that. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland and all those guys, how they're yoking up with them. I would venture to say the vast majority of the denominations are going to buy into that and do that hook, line, and sinker. And then you're even going to have, if we have to have a one world religion, you're going to have to have some reconciliation between Islam and like Catholicism. Well, hey, they're on the same team now. We got the Pope yoked up with these guy with Abbas, calling him an angel of peace. They're all on the same team. You see how it's coming together with the one world religion? How all that stage is being set. One world political. One world religion. One world economic. One world currency. 
It's all coming together, just like the Bible says it was going to. So he says that Muhammad claimed to be the Caliphate U Allah, Vicar of Allah. Caliphate or Caliph literally is the one who rules the world. And now Erdogan unknowingly is eager to fulfill Zechariah 12 and 14, where Jerusalem becomes the cup of trembling to all surrounding nations. Remember I just talked about that verse? Yes. See, I, I put in unknowingly, because if he knew what was going to befall him in the end, I don't think he'd be so enthusiastic about going to meet his death and getting thrown into hell. That's why I say unknowingly. I don't think he under, quite un, comprehends the full con consequences here. Okay? Um, so Jerusalem becomes the cup of trembling to all surrounding nations when they storm against Jerusalem to annihilate all Israel. Erdogan added, quote, When you mention the word ascension, the first thing that comes to mind is Jerusalem and the Al-Aska Mosque, while at the same time expressing deep regret for the condition of Muslim apathy for the Al-Aska Mosque in Jerusalem, meaning the Muslims haven't done enough. They haven't killed, raped, and pillaged enough to try to get and totally take Israel. They, there's too much apathy all those thousands of rockets that have been launched into civilian areas in, in, in Israel, that's not enough. I mean, it doesn't matter if it kills little children, women, it doesn't matter as long as they're Jews. Okay? So that's, that's the apathy that he's talking about here, which, you know, yeah. I mean, these, these people are so stinking wicked. Such reflections were also made by Turkish Prime Minister Amid Davutuglu recently that Jerusalem belongs to the Muslims, not to the Jews. There we go again. Jerusalem is our home and we are all Jerusalem. That's what, these are quotes from these guys. It's the president and his prime minister. Total obsession with this tiny little piece of land twice the size of Rhode Island. And the nations, Arab nations around are 640 times their size. Why can't they go you know, why can't they just go uh, and, and be content with what they have? The 640 times landmass that they have. No, no, we can't. Israel's the source of all evil on the planet. They must be eradicated. I wonder who's motivating them to do all of this. I'm sure it's not Satan, you know. Who's put this obsession in them? It's sure not God. Erdogan and his prime minister focus on one of the techniques to win the crowds by mesmerizing millions in their audience with pure emotion in order to magnetize the Muslim world to view Erdogan as Sultan, which is an Arabic title for those who claim full sovereignty and power over their people. This guy is evidently very charismatic, mesmerizing, you know, some people are saying he's the Antichrist. Ah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go there. I think he's a antichrist. Maybe he is. I don't know. I know one thing. It says the false prophet and the antichrist are coming with all signs and lying wonders and miracles. So until I start seeing something like that go on, I'm going to be pretty skeptical. Talk is cheap, but you know, back it up with your witchcraft miracles and, and lying signs and wonders. You know. I, that, that's that's the minimum requirement here we're dealing with so anyway i i, I don't want to i i don't want to speculate on that entering the dark halls of erdogan is entering the realms of hitler watching him mesmerize the crowd and understanding his words brings to memory a dark era erdogan says that he also wants spain he says that he is the reincarnation of Tariq bin zayad the conqueror of spain and he's also the reincarnation of Tyrant, Alp, Arslan, and some other dude named Saladin. These are the Muslim leaders who fought Christendom, and Saladin was the one who conquered Jerusalem. He wants to declare war on the strongest nations to advance his devil god Allah. This guy's, this guy's something else. I mean, he needs to switch to Sanka. You know what I'm saying? little decaf would probably do him good guy's out of his mind he talks of martyrs descending from heaven 
Biblically, Erdogan wants the fallen angels to descend. He wants Allah to raise the jihadists. He wants to be the Islamic shepherd and sultan. As we see it all unfold, please consider the serious issue on Christian persecution, which will increase as we see these events unfold. We operate, now this is Shubat's deal. Now I'm going to talk about this a little bit right now when this is done, okay? Because I have reservations about Walid Shubat. I have concerns about him. I'm not saying this organization isn't good. I'm not saying they're not doing what they say they're doing. So I'm going to go ahead and read this, but I'm also going to offer a caution after this. Um, in the spirit of full disclosure, we operate a very effective mission in rescuing fellow Christians. We, we, we are a unique organization, which is rescue Christians, who rescue Christians predominantly in Pakistan that live under the Muslim yoke, baking bricks in kilns under the heating sun. Christians in Pakistan are also burned in furnaces. To see an example out of the thousands we rescue, click here. And I did, and it looks legit. Okay? And listen to the amazing testimonies firsthand on how you can help make a difference now in this life and for eternity. Now, having said that, I also have to give you some of my concerns about Walid Shubat. I got this email from a lady, a listener named Michelle. She said, I sent a link from an article on Wallet Shubat last night. I actually meant to send a different link to the related article. I am forwarding this now. Um, this left me a bit confounded and I need clarity about it. So I read this link on Wallet Shubat's site. My, re my reply, um, and it was, it was the article's entitled, Every Christian Needs Answers Regarding the Great Apostasy Church, okay? After reading my reply, after reading a good portion of this, I can come to no other conclusion that Shubat is a deceiver. He himself is bound up in defending his this Catholic death cult, which will take and has taken billions into hell with works based with their works based salvation system. When he said in this article, quote, Shubat wrote this. And then I challenged the best apologist to prove that the Catholic Church committed mass murder in Europe, wiping out as many as 50 million Christians. I presented my challenge to the best debaters they can offer, Mr. James White. He, of course, retreated. Never have I seen such a debate take place. Why? It's because White knows it's a false claim. So, hey, I guess the Catholics didn't kill anybody during the Inquisitions. Not one person. All of this that I've told you about is lies, evidently, according to Shubat. These would look like fools advocating that the Catholic Church massacred millions of Bible-believing Christians. This is history's greatest slander ever. Are you kidding me? Are you stinking kidding me about this, Shubat? I was absolutely, I didn't even know what to even say after I read that. My response was, what kind of deceiver would even attempt to supposedly do this, to say these things? With so, with so much proof, the Inquisitions happened, all in the name of furthering the Catholic Church's satanic agenda? I guess Fox's Book of Martyrs was just all made up, and the thousands of eyewitness accounts of Catholic atrocities during the Inquisitions were just lies. Tons of these eyewitness accounts were from the Catholic Church itself. They admitted to these things. What about all of the, the churches they have where you go inside and there's like, you know, 2,000 skulls on the wall? Or the monasteries where they've got all these bones that they literally... All of these people they killed and they've still got their bones. Oh no, that's just, those are fake. You didn't know that? No, those are, those are just fake bones. And those weren't martyred. They, they didn't kill those people. They just, um, they donated their fake skull to posterity. Oh, okay, now I get it. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> what was I thinking? Tons of these eyewitness accounts were from the Catholic Church itself who openly bragged and admitted to killing and torturing in the most horrific ways all for the sake of forcing one to convert to the Catholic death cult or die 
or trying to exact information so that they could get more information to kill more people. <laughs> Are you kidding me? See my teachings below for a little sampling. See the separate PDF file on the Inquisitions below. This is not made up lies, but facts. Start on page 23 and go to page 47. Okay, so there's 24 pages of documentation of the Inquisitions in this one PDF I have alone. I guess none of this happened according to Shubat. See how I have mixed feelings about this guy? And, and it's like so, this is just like so normal anymore. It's like any ministry that I refer to, it, ten, it turns out to be there's some huge, gigantic red flag typically. And that doesn't mean I think I'm Mr. Perfect. Far from it. But this is just so over the top. And I go up on his website even today, and it's all these Catholic people. You know how I know they're Catholic? Well, number one, what they say in their posts. But two, they've got all these, you know how like Catholics are in all that Catholic iconography? The, the, they've got like the picture of like, you know how like you have a little icon next to your name, and it kind of whatever. It's like, you know, the Sananda Emmanuel false master Jesus with this Egyptian sun disc around. It's, it's so Catholic, or, or like... All of these, you can just 100% tell these are Catholics posted on a site and there's nothing. He's not warning them that they're in some kind of death cult that's taking them to hell. So many people now don't even address that. They get on air, our Catholic brethren, they're not our brethren. We're not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. The Bible says it. 2 Corinthians 6.14 we are not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Period. They are unbelievers. They do not believe the gospel. They believe in a works-based salvation. Keep the seven sacraments. Do this. Do that. Earn your way to heaven. And then when you're done, well, you're not going to go to heaven. you got to go to purgatory. But we'll pray you out. Don't worry. Um, just leave a whole bunch of money to the Catholic Church. We'll get you out of there a lot quicker. It's insanity. You're earning your way to heaven. And it accounts the, the, blood, the blood of Jesus Christ as none effect. That's what it does. It tramples underfoot the blood of Christ like the Bible talks about. That type of religion. So yeah, I'm mad about that. That offends me. That's a total lie that's taking people to hell. And this guy has the audacity to say this. Like so matter of fact in, in you know, oh, how dare, there's not a shred of evidence. Are you kidding me? So I have my PDF here, Catholic Inquisitions, um, and this is, I also talk about Mexican witchcraft, the Santa Morati death cult, and then um, Catholic skull worship, uh, a four-part series here, how that ties in with witchcraft in Mexico, because they're so compatible, Catholicism and witchcraft and Santa Morati, worshiping literally the Grim Reaper, yes, it's all totally compatible, yes, voodoo is totally compatible with Catholicism, I, I met all kind of people, when I used to treat um, Haitian patients, and when I did the research, 98% of the people there practiced voodoo, and 90% were Catholic. What does that tell you? It tells you they're very, very compatible religions, okay? So, um, that's the, uh, that's that. So let's go, this, and this particular listener said, um, dear sir, last time we exchanged, uh, information regarding Wallet Shubat, I would like to give you more info. He is married to a Mexican-American Catholic woman. So no wonder he's defending it. He claims that Catholics are okay because they, they, according to him, repented of the crimes they committed in the past. Oh, hold on. I didn't think they committed any sins in the past. The Inquisitions are just made-up fairy tale. He thinks that we have to unite with them in order to combat Islam. <laughs> Again, the end justifies the means. No, it doesn't. I don't yoke up with Catholics at abortion clinics. I don't yoke up with other false religions in order to combat Islam. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to... This is the whole thing about the one world religion. Battling global climate change. It's going to be all the same excuse. you got to draw the line in the sand sometime. He thinks that we shouldn't over-interpret the Bible and therefore does not give much importance to the UFO, transhumanism, and the Illuminati, so on. Oh, okay, great. 
I, I was quite keen on Wallet Shubat, but the more I viewed his videos on the net, the more I realized that he is often also surrounded by, quote, Christian rabbis, which should be a gigantic red flag. This guy that wrote the Harbinger book or whatever, Jonathan Kahn, looks like a rabbi or whatever, and I'm, and I'm supposed to get truth from him? I got a whole file on that guy. I just haven't had the time to do it. That guy's a deceiver too. The whole Hebrew Roots Movement garbage, that is straight from the pit of hell. Key in Hebrew in the keyword search box at my, at my website. I've exposed that over and over again. He's surrounded by Christian rabbis and Messianic Jews. I mean, these are all gigantic red flags, not just little things. And then, this is another one from a listener, and she's rebuking me. She says, here's an article from Shubat's site on the Pope. He's not supportive of the Catholic Church. He calls them out on heresy. My reply, okay, well then how do you explain this report that I give her on his site as well? I found it the same day she emailed me this. See below, essentially lamenting all of the Catholic persecution without calling Catholicism out as false. He even promotes the Pope as a potential martyr. How could you be a martyr if you're not even saved in the, in the Christian? He promotes the Pope as a potential martyr if killed by the Muslims. You know what the, you know what the title of the article is from his site? Pope Francis will be going to the Antichrist nation of Turkey and the Muslim, Muslims want to assassinate him. So he's saying if he got killed by them when he was there, he'd be a martyr. Why do they want to kill him? He's on their side. He's going to go meet with Erdogan. <laughs> they can be good buddies. Walid, uh, he promotes the Pope as a potential martyr if killed by Muslims. Walid is married to a Catholic. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Okay, that's all I have to say. I'm totally out of time on this part. I will see you in part three.